the Playmakers blog is proudly to present Shooting Lights Out. And Shooting Lights Out is being brought to you by Fanatics. Get your worldwide Fanatics sportswear, memorabilia, whatever it is, you can get your code one ticket from Fanatics, as you can see here. Uh, you can get your Finity collection by Rihanna as you prepare for Super Bowl Sunday. As of right now, for today, only free U.S. shipping on orders over $24 using the code 24SHIP. That is 24SHIP for free U.S. shipping on orders over $24. Also, Shooting Lights Out is brought to you by Liz. Liz, get your favorite hat wear, sports wear, NBA All-Star jersey, MAB gear, All-Star for the Hockey League, or any styles of the NFL with Liz. Locker room by Liz. And for today only, free U.S. shipping as well on all orders, on all U.S. orders. That is Liz, F-S, that is L-I-D-S-F-S. That's on free shipping of all U.S. orders on Liz.com. You have Fanatics and you have Liz. Sports fans, get your gear and get the rocket. Now, it's time for shooting the lights out. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, how y'all doing today? February 6, 2023. The Playmaker is here down there. So I am happy to bring you shooting lights up this week. Oh my goodness. Basketball was in the state this past weekend. Oh, you know we gotta talk. We're going to I got my I have two flavor files. Two. Two flavor files. I got I got news on Kyrie Irving. We gotta talk about what took place in college basketball because we have robbery week. Oh man, so much stuff. Oh, and by the way, by the way, I'll be doing a second Shooting Lights Out episode this week. This one will be on the women's side of basketball with a special guest, okay? Just wanted to throw that out there right now. As y'all heard in the opening, we are brought to you by Fanatics and be brought to you by Liz. As of right now, you get free U.S. shipping on both sites. Well, now, which one it is, going to be from Locker Rooms by Liz or the official license, everything with Fanatics. And get your sports well, man. Get Take advantage of the deals today because they end today. Take advantage of them. Do what you got to do. Rock the rail. It is Super Bowl week, by the way. So all my Philadelphia Eagles and Kansas City Chiefs fans, get your get your gear with Fanatics or Liz. Get ready for Super Bowl Sunday. You got plenty of time. Get it. Use the use the deals for today. Get your free shipping out the way, and that's rock and roll. So like I said, we got news. We got notes. We got Kyrie. We got other stuff to talk about today. I got two flavor files. So. I'm not going to take too much of your time. We're going to walk right into it right now. And kicking things off, we the breaking news out the whole sports world. The Nets have traded 
all-star guard Kyrie Irving to the Dallas Mavericks. And this Dallas Mavericks deal, the Nets are not only just sending Kyrie Irving, they send Marquise Morris also to Dallas. And the Mavericks are sending Dorian Finney-Smith, Spencer Dinwiddie, and three picks, I think. Two first rounds and a second round pick. Years later, I think 2027, 20, 2029 picks, if I remember correctly, to the to the Dallas Mavericks. So we have Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic going to be teammates in this one. Initial thought is wow. Didn't see it coming. You know, Kyrie Irving uh, asked for a trade this past Friday, and he was dealt yesterday, which is interesting. So I'm going to get more into Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving is one of my favorite fouls just to give y'all a taste of what's to come to on the show today. But initial thoughts is, hmm, Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic is playing together. It's going to be interesting how that works because Luka likes to look at Luka is the offense for Dallas. That's just kind of what it is. Like, Luka is the offense. How does Kyrie Irving fit into this offense? Now, when Luka gets off the court, Kyrie can take over. Kyrie can take over, which is one of the main things, part of which why Dallas did what they did. Because once Luca get off the court, it is it is terrible. Though Dallas Mavericks are terrible when Luca's not on the court. Let's just let's just keep it real, shall we? Let's just keep it real and honest and authentic here. So I've seen a lot of people who who've been comment commenting on social media and me following social media. Uh, they everybody's interested. Some people don't see it working because Kyrie and Luka pretty much do the same thing. So how does both do it? How do they both play together? Does Luka dominate the ball and Kyrie plays off the ball? Or does Kyrie dominate the ball and Luka play off the ball? Or do they split it up or how it is? So it's going to be interesting to see how this is going, how this is going to work out. So one guy, uh, I love, I love how he broke this down. Phil Niger, uh, shout out to him because he brought this. He he commented on he commented on my post when I posted this, and he said the biggest plus for the Mavs here is Luca can take a break more often on offense, and Kyrie can reduce when Luca sits, which is what I which is one of the bit the biggest things for the Mavs. But he went on to break. He really broke it down. I love what he, I love I love what Phil said. And he said, I am not sure they got a lot better or any at their best in a one position with. Those were their best five on the floor. But now Luka doesn't have to do it all, which is true. They should overall be better off offensively with the lesser letdown. Luka and Kyrie both be willing to be willing and able to launch it and also break down the defense is going to be fun to watch. Defensively took a hit. Finney Smith, Dorian Finney Smith is going to be missed on defense. Spencer Dinwiddie has been a bit better on defense and then Kyrie and has a bit more size to switch and match up. Nets didn't get a star, but they got a good point guard and a good 3 and D starter or excellent rotation players. The Nets also now have four tradable first-round picks. I don't think they're done. I kind of expected a bit splash. It's coming with Ben Simmons used a for salary. Very interesting breakdown by Mr. Philip Nige. I uh, appreciate it. Very good breakdown. I definitely love the breakdown. And yes, defensively, I have no idea what they're going to do defensively. Luka don't play defense, and Kyrie damn sure don't play no damn defense. So that's one aspect of it. 
Okay. Like I said, offensively, they get better. You got a guy, Luka can take his can take a normal break now and not have to worry about if the team is going to blow a lead and he has to rush back in. Okay. It's just amazing how this stuff goes, but I'll get into more of how I feel about Kyrie Irving when I do my favorite problem. But as of right now, that's the main headline. And keep it going on around the hardwood. Steph Curry, leg injury expected to be out through the all-star break. Steph Curry suffered an injury over the weekend. He is he's gonna be day-to-day, week to week. As report says, as report has been coming out, he's gonna miss the all-star game, which he was a starter in. So somebody will be starting for him and they'll send a replacement for Steph Curry. But he'll be out. That's another another time for uh the superstars of Golden State take another hit. Golden State has been struggling, especially on the road. Um the more they are out, the more it's gonna more it takes for them to get back right, to get back on a healthy track and do what they need to do. But as of right now, Steph Curry is gonna be out for a while. NBA issues, FedEx form bans after investigation post-game incident. Now, when this came up on ESPN, I was confused of what they were talking about. But then I went and read the article, which I'm about to read for you right here, right now. The NBA said it investigated a post-game incident after the Mrs. Grizzlies home game against the Indiana Pacers on January 29th. And ban some and ban some from attending games at the FedEx Forum after it's pro. The athletic reported that acquaintance of the Grizzlies John, John Morant confronted members of the Pacers traveling party near Indiana's Indiana's bus in the FedEx Forum's loading dock area after the Grizzlies won to a 100 win that night. The athletic reported a laser coming from coming from an SUV that that is reported Morant was writing in, was pointed towards Pacers players, coaches, and others in the loading area. The report, the athletic reported it was not known who shined the laser. It was reported some fear was attached to a gun. NBA security and league investigators conducted an investigation interviewing numerous witnesses and, and viewing video surveillance following allegations made by the Indiana Pistons organization regarding a post-game incident on January 29th. We, while we sustained that a post-game situation arose that was confrontational, based on interviews and other evidence gathered, we could not collaborate that any individual threatened others with a weapon. Certainly individuals involved in a post-game situation and a related matter during the game that night have been so so quickly banned from attending games in their room. If additional information becomes available related to the post-game situation, the league office will conduct a further investigation. That is from the NBA on this. Now, I could have added this to my flavor file because I will be talking about Memphis, but one player particularly, but I will be talking about Memphis. Memphis, I will say this, though. Grizzlies, Taylor Jenkins, 
John Morant. Y'all better get it together. This nonsense that y'all been doing is getting ridiculous. It's getting stupid. Okay? I gave you props. My fact, if I remember, I think the last heat check I did was y'all. I did a heat check on y'all. Giving y'all props. Giving y'all what y'all do because y'all play tough. Y'all play aspire. Y'all play with that dog mentality. You're second in the damn West. But these stupid ass answers that y'all doing is getting ridiculous. People are starting to look at y'all and starting to think that y'all fraudulent. They know the talent. We see the talent. But y'all just so immature that makes you fraudulent. Y'all haven't matured yet. That's the last thing you need is maturity. That's what we wait for John Morant, Dylan Brooks, Jaron Jackson Jr. The stars, the young talent of the Memphis Grizzlies. If y'all get y'all damn ass together and freaking mature, y'all will be favorites to win championships. Not Golden State, not the Los Angeles Clippers, not the Denver freaking Nuggets. Y'all immaturity is the reason why y'all are not seen as a threat in the West. Get it together. Moving on. We get a recap some games from the past weekend. Uh, shout out to the Phoenix Suns getting the blowout video of the Boston Celtics. Giannis and the Bucks, they all continue to roll and roll heavenly as they roll the Miami Heat. The New Orleans Pelicans ended their 9-10 game losing streak, and they shut down the Lakers to end it. The Clippers get the big win at Madison Square Garden. The Golden State Warriors beat the Dallas Mavericks despite losing Steph Curry in the middle of that game. College basketball. It was rivalry week in college basketball. And we got it kicked off in a white way. Uh, Virginia Tech upsetting number six. Virginia 74 to 68. Big win for the Hogies. Uh, not a good, not a good loss for the Capitals, but they'll be all right. Speaking of upsets, number 13, the Cyclones of Iowa State took down eighth ranked Kansas Jayhawks 68 to 53. I watched this game. Iowa State was in control of this game. For most of this game, Kansas could not find a footing whatsoever. Shout out to the Cyclones getting a big, a big top 10 win. Uh, Cincinnati put on put on a big second half to slow down and hold off UCF 73 to 64. Big win for the Bearcats as they look to take control of the American Conference. Down in the SEC top 25 matchup down in Knoxville, Tennessee, number two. The Volunteers of Tennessee hosting the Tigers of Auburn ranked 25th and a back and forth affair with controversy at the end. But Tennessee wins 46 to 43. As we continue on what took place during rivalry week, we had the Oklahoma State Cowboys upsetting 15 ranked TCU 79 to 73. Heading down to South Carolina Clemson as the 20th ranked Tigers hosted 23rd ranked Hurricanes of Miami with the Miami Hurricanes getting a big road win, a top 20 road win in Clemson, 78 to 74. Probably the big one of the day. It was down at Assembly Hall in Indiana as the Bloomington 
Indiana, should I say, as the 21st ranked Indiana Hoosiers upset number one Purdue 79 to 74. Down in the state, down back to the Big 12, we went to Manhattan, Kansas, with seven ranked Kansas Kansas State Wildcats hosted 10th ranked Texas Longhorns in the top 10 showdown with the Longhorns. The Longhorns getting the big road win 69-66. Maybe that's the win Texas needed to get themselves back on track to do the things that they needed to do. Shout out to the Texas Longhorns. And finally, we had our first meeting, our first meeting of Duke Carolina with the new arrow. Hubert Davis coach John Shire. Duke 63, Carolina 57. Duke gets the much needed win. As why we continue it with Rupp Arena at Lexington, Kentucky, with the Kentucky Wildcats hosting the Florida Gators. And again, Kentucky controlled for most of the game, and they held off a late rally from the Florida Gators, 72 to 67. For those of you who want to know, yes, that does hurt me because I actually watched the game. And Florida just couldn't put stops together. They made a run, but they couldn't get the stop that they needed, and Kentucky was able to stay within long an arm distance away from Florida to get that win that they needed. And then the capped off the rivalry week, we had a showdown. It was St. Mary's ranked 18th in the country. The Gales were hosting 12th wing and their arch rival, the Gonzaga Bulldogs, and a game that went into overtime. It was the St. Mary Gales pulling out the 78-70 win over Gonzaga. The Gales all have a two-game lead in the West Coast over Gonzaga, looking to snap a stranglehold that has been Gonzaga in the West Coast for quite some time. The Gales got a big win on that one, a very big win. And that will do it for shooting lights. For uh, not shooting lights, I apologize. I do it for a round of hardwood here. We're going to take a break when we come back. Our first or two flagrant fouls. Fans across the nation, grand fans across the world, the playmaker down there silence here, and you have turned into Ramley Talk. Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup said, the GOAT is not getting his ball back. We are ending this right here, right now. And Matthew Stafford did it. Somebody explain to me. Why does this keep happening with the San Francisco 49ers? You can't stop Debo Sam for whatever reason. You made Jimmy G look like a damn good quarterback. And then the offensive line and defensive line getting their ass whooped by the other ones. Somebody explain this to me. Please. Baker Mayfield was just a walkthrough practice into his tenure with the Rams. And he's out there throwing game winning touchdowns. Just like in the San Francisco game. Aaron Donald gets to Joe Burrow. Burrow tries to get rid of it. It falls it falls wide and short of Samaje P. Ryan. Turnover on down. Subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and whatever else that you listen to Ramble Talk on. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Cowboys Talk. The Dallas Cowboys got exactly what they deserved. Let me say that one more time, because you know it's true. The Dallas Cowboys 
got exactly what they deserved. Dak Prescott is overrated and he shouldn't be paid, okay? And the same thing with Pollard. I mean, Pollard bro breaking the tackles at that 57-yard touchdown run. I mean, we needed that beautiful. big time. 33 points in the fourth quarter. Let me say that again. 33 points in the fourth quarter. And that's off of four turnovers committed by the Colts. See, at one point, and the fact that at the end of the third quarter, it was 21-19, to and the final score was 54-19? to Now that, ladies and gentlemen, that is completely unexpected. Cowboy Sock is available on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. All right, welcome back to Shooting the Lights Out. As y'all seen, that is our football commercial of the Playmakers Bar. Ramley what I host the All-LA Rams podcast that I usually do on Thursdays during the season and breaking news here and there for Ramley Talk. So that is available on all streaming platforms that you're listening to, including Amazon Music, Pandora, and YouTube. Uh, Cowboys Talk, my man. The Bear Man, I was like, it's like the same thing. Everything Dallas Cowboys, he does it, and it's all on the same platform. So whatever platforms you like, you can listen to Cowboys Talk Hard Ramblings. So it doesn't matter. Just support, listen out, share it out with your friends, share it out with your round friends, your cowboy friends. And if you love the realness, if you love listening to stuff that is telling the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth, that's what we do here at the Playmakers Ball. So Ramley Talk, Cowboys Talk, that's available on all, on all platforms, including uh all our shows that we do here at the playmakers blog if you want to know what all our uh, shows that we do you can go to our website dplaymakersblog.com dplaymakersblog.com that i'll put that in the description so that you can click on you can see all the podcasts that we do all right it's time to give up my first record file Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, as you see on your screen right here, is a player file that I am calling NBA Fight Night. For those of you who have been paying attention or have not been paying attention, ladies and gentlemen, we have seen some scuffles, some strappiness go on over the weekend in the NBA. As you see Donovan Mitchell and Dylan Brooks here at the top. You see the Magic and the T-Wolves here at the bottom. There's been some things going on in the NBA that I must address. First one on the docket, Grizzlies Brooks suspended Cal's Mitchell's fine for altercation. This is from, you know, Tim. This happened on Friday night when the Memphis Grizzlies played the Cleveland Cavaliers up in the land in Cleveland. Dylan Brooks took a shot, well, gave a shot around the corner of Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell threw the ball at him, and this what ensued between the two. Now, Dylan Brooks, sir, you are the victim because, by the way, you lost this game, by the way. 120-113. You lost this game. Let's this, this, this go But Dylan Brooks, you are the problem of this whole thing because this Right here, ladies and gentlemen, what you see on your screen, those of you who are looking on YouTube. What took place weeks ago at Crypto.com Arena against the Los Angeles Lakers? Why is that? Because 
This guy right here, Dylan Brooks, who we've seen in the scuffle with Donald Mitchell, here's Dylan Brooks yet again. He got into it. Dylan Brooks got into it with the one of Shannon Sharp, Uncle Shay Shay. Why did them two get into it? Because Uncle Shay Shay told Dylan Brooks, he too small to crawl LeBron James. Dylan Brooks rebutted back with some expiratory words towards Shannon Sharp. The team didn't like it, so you've seen this take place with Steven Adams right here, John Morant. Don't know what John Moran is actually doing. Brandon Carr trying to play beast. Maybe John Moran's dad looking like Usher over here is chiming in as well. And it's it is going on and on and on. Okay. Just going on and on. But Dylan Brooks here was nowhere to be found. But it's all started with Dylan Brooks. This whole thing started with Dylan Brooks. Just like in the Cleveland incident. Dylan Brooks started it. Which led to this, where this between these two going at it is what it started between them two. Everybody else just got involved because they want to stick up with their teammate and whatnot and mentors and all that good stuff. Yeah, he over here with a team top with a tank top on and whatnot. Just trying to act cool and whatnot, but uh that doesn't really run this up of the game. When they had a double digit lead with like three minutes to go in the game. By the way, I did a fake foul on that along with the Portland Trailblazers. So that's on our YouTube channel as well. Because I was pissed. You had a double digit lead late in the fourth quarter and you blew it to the damn Lakers. The Lakers are all teams. It's the same night. But this took place. It's that same night. You still had a double digit lead late in the fourth quarter and you still blew it to lose to these bombs. The Los Angeles Lakers. Now, not only did you lose, Uncle Shay Shay became a meme for looking for this right here, for this exact picture. And it became a meme. Now, Uncle Shay Shay, he went on, Uncle Shay Shay, Uncle Shay and Sharp, he went on uh, Undisputed the very, that, that Monday, because that took place on a Friday. He came back that Monday. He offered apologies. He apologized to John Morant. He apologized to John Morant's dad. He apologized to the Memphis Grizzlies organization. He apologized to LeBron James, to the Lakers organization, to his wife, to his kids, to his family, to Fox Sports, to Fox Network, to Skip Bayless and all that. He apologized to Dylan Brooks. Guess what? He said what he said to Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks felt some type of way, but the team backed him up. Dylan Brooks was nowhere in the fray. Nowhere in the fray. There was no Dylan Brooks. But with the Cleveland Cavaliers and Donovan Mitchell, as you can see, oh, hell no. Donovan Mitchell wasn't having it. Donovan Mitchell already called him. Donovan Mitchell called him a dirty player. Other people have called him dirty. People on social media have called Dylan Brooks a dirty player. Okay? They literally called him a dirty player. Now, I'm keeping on this slide for right now because Mr. Dylan Brooks. Because Stephen A brought up a good point when, when I watched first take two when they talked about this situation. And he talking about your play on the court, sir. And the reason why he says your play on the court might be the reason why you're doing what you're doing. It just might be. So I want to look at the numbers, which I'm going to put up right now for you. That way, y'all know exactly what I'm doing. So let me go this route. The side view. Dylan Brooks, sir, as I'm looking at it, 
you are averaging 15 points a game on 40% shooting, beyond 39.5% shooting to be exact. Shooting 31% from three-point range and only giving me three and a half rebounds a game. So 15 points a game on 39.5% shooting, 31% from three with only three and a half rebounds a game. Three and a half rebounds. Three. Hmm. No, 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 no. This, this is not what we're doing because uh, last year, sir, when y'all was that team that everybody was looking forward to, you were scoring 18 points per game. You were shooting 43% from the field. You were shooting 31% from three-point range, well, at least your three-point consistent. And you was averaging three rebounds a game. You was a plus 6.4. And you played defense, too. You, had, you was averaging a block a game, two steals a game. Okay, you was doing your thing for some reason, though. Not so much. What, what, what's going on? You can't find your shot, you can't find your rhythm. What is it? Because as of right now, two instances that involved the Grizzlies, Grizzly that I came in here knowing before I knew about the post game is in with the Indiana Pacers, both of them centered around your butts. You and Shannon Sharp in L.A. back in January. And then what took place Friday with you and Donovan Mitchell. Dylan Brooks. You need to get it together because, uh, yeah, Dylan Brooks, you're getting a flagrant foul. But this is a charming mess that you have been bringing to the Memphis Grizzlies in a very bad way. Look at you. Tank top and jeans trying to look swole. But you didn't do a damn thing to Shannon Sharp when that incident took place. Get out of my face. Oh, yeah, by the way, did I forget to mention what you did last year in the playoffs to Gary Payton Jr.? I forgot that. Oh, other people have brought that up, though. I meant to bring that in, too, and I did that on purpose. Dylan Brooks, get out of my face. That brings me to fight night number two. I wrote an article. I wrote a broad post on this on the website called NBA, NBA Fight Night 2. <laughs> This took place Saturday. So you had Donovan Mitchell and Dylan Brooks Friday. The very next night, you had this. Magic's Mo Bamba, Wolves, Austin Rivers, among three suspended for brawl. What brawl are we talking about? A brawl that started like this with Mo Bamba taking the swing at Austin Rivers, Austin Rivers taking the swing at Mo Bamba. That's how it started, and it ended like this. So those of you, you can go back. Read the article and post. I put the video on there. The video's on there. Also, you can find a video on YouTube. Austin Rivers misses a three. You can say taunting or uh, trash talking was his chains from the magic to Austin Rivers when he missed the three. Then he Rivers go down. He plays defense. Magic doesn't make the bucket. Timberwolves get the rebound. Austin Rivers travels up the court. And traveling up the court because Woody Gobert threw the ball between Anthony Edwards' legs. He made his own teammate in the ball and out of bounds a turnover. But for some reason, Austin Rivers felt this felt the need to run over to the Magic Bench and start a conversation with the Magic Bench, which is the reason why Mo Bamba took a swing and connected with 
Riddler's face. And this led to this. And you can tell he off of Riddler's face. You tell if I look at his face, he took a shot. What made your dumb ass felt the need that you can walk over to the magic bench to say or do whatever that you did? Nobody know what was said between you and Mo Bamba or the Magic Bench and the Isle Hole. But what made your dumb ass think that you can go over there like the way that you did and not have no consequences come, come your way? That's why Mo Bamba connected with your fist with his fist. Because your dumb ass started playing the goddamn game, took your ass over to the damn bench. The opponent's bench. That is stupid and idiotic. I don't care what was said. I don't care what they was taunting you about. You don't do that. You played in this league. Your dad is a coach in this league. You should know better. So you got your ass suspended along with Mo Obama. Mo Obama served a four-game suspension because I guess from what I read, not only did uh not only for the incident because Austin Rivers also got three games, but Mo Obama wanted to continue this in the back. Let me bring up the article here. The NBA suspends Orlando's Mo Bamba for four games and Minnesota off the rivers for three games for their roles in the on-court altercation Friday night. I say Saturday, so that was Friday night. Bad. So Donovan Mitchell and what you call it took place Thursday and then Friday just to play. Jalen Suggs also would be suspended for one game. The league says, well, escalate the incident. And what they mean by escalate the incident is the fact that Jalen Suggs aggressively took down Austin Rivers. Even though he didn't throw a swing, he didn't throw a punch, he wasn't trying to escalate it. But the way he went about it, the league said it felt escalated at the moment in time. The league also announced a suspension Saturdays. Bomber would be fined $284,138. I said that wrong. Bomber is, is forfeiting. 284,138 in salary. Rivers is forfeiting 60,121. And Suggs is, is forfeiting 47,740 in salary. Timberwolves for J.D. McDaniels was also fined 20,000 for getting involved in the altercation. Bombo, Rivers, Suggs, and McDaniels were all ejected along with Minnesota's Terion Prince. There was no added punishment for Prince in this altercation, however. Nevertheless, the reason why Obama received a four-game suspension and not a three-game is because he continued to escalate the situation. And it says that the league said that Obama attempted to continue to engage with Rivers in a hostile manner in the corridors outside of the locker room, where he also aggressively showed a security representative. Now Obama. I got to get on you because now you're a young player. I'll give you that. But at the same damn time, when your ass gets ejected, take your ass to the goddamn locker room and stop the foolishness. Okay? Instead of your ass playing quality minutes on the damn court for us, your ass is suspended for four games instead of three like Rivers are because your ass wanted to continue the whole situation. Not only that, you pushed down a security person. The hell was you thinking? Now, somebody better be in your ear. They better chew your ass out from Friday to now. 
you better have got your ass chewed out by somebody. I don't give a damn who it is. Mom, daddy, coach, teammate. Somebody should have chewed your damn young ass out right now. So that your ass don't make that mistake again. Now, Austin Rivers, on the other hand, I'm pretty sure Pops gave him a call and told him what the hell you was thinking. Because, quite frankly, no matter what Bombo or what the Magic Vince did to you after you missed your three-point shot, your ass the one that went over there. After going back down court to play defense, which was on the other side of the court, which is on your side of the court, to play defense, to come back on the Magic side of the court and get in that bitch's face. So I'm pretty sure your dad probably chewed your ass out and let you know that what you did was wrong and you knew it was wrong. So I'm pretty sure of it. So you two saw y'all damn suspension and learn from it. And don't let it happen again because this is ridiculous. By the way, my Magic did end up winning that game 127-122, by the way. And also, congrats, ladies, for winning last night at Charlotte Hornets, by the way, Magic. Y'all playing some good ball. I love this young team. This is a young team. It's a young team. But nevertheless, fight night. Boy, I tell you. Go all the way back to the fight. You see this? All this. Just days apart from each other. Fight night. Fight night in the NBA. Good graces. The Playmakers blog is proudly to announce that it is sponsored by Fanatics. Fanatics, where you can get all your official license, sports gear, memorabilia, whatever it is for the National Football League, the National Basketball Association, Major League Baseball, National Hockey League, or even International Soccer League, or even college sports. So whip your team, whip the hardware, get comfortable, because Fanatics is the way to go. Where sports fans shop and official license everything. And welcome back to Shooting the Lights out here. The Playmaker here. And as y'all just seen our Fanatics. And then, like I said, today, 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 today. Use it now. You get free U.S. shipping on orders over $24. 24 ship is your code. 24 ship. That is 24 S H I P. Go ahead, lock in on your deals right here, right now. We got one freaking file out the way. Time to get freaking file number two in here. Told you. Told you. You think I want? We think I want to do a freaking foul on Kyrie Irving after everything this man has done? Yeah, damn right, I'm doing a freaking foul on goddamn Kyrie Irving. This man here, boy, the things this this man does is 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 just crazy. It really is. It is really crazy what this man does. Cause I don't, I can't take it. I really can't. I don't know about y'all, but I can't take it. The stuff that he does, it, it, it irks my nerves, man. It really irks my nerves. Kyrie Irving, as you already know, as I did on top of the show, and as you probably heard throughout all of Sunday and on to, to, to on today, Kyrie Irving was traded from the Brooklyn Nets to the Dallas Mavericks. I'll get into that as we go along here. Here's the issue here, as you see here. He asked for a trade on Friday. 
This is what the article was looking like on Friday by Adrian Orjanowski. Kyrie Irving asked next for a trade ahead of deadline. This was Friday. This was 2 p.m. Friday. Trade happened, Charles Bracken. This is what Charles Bracken said to react to the trade. Kyrie Irving cannot be counted on by an NBA team. He can't be trusted. And he's absolutely right. Kyrie Irving cannot be trusted, cannot be counted on. Because we don't know if he's going to be available or not. Okay. And then, as you know, Sunday, he was traded to the Dallas Mavericks. Now, you remember this shot, ladies and gentlemen? 2016 NBA Finals. Kyrie Irving hits this shot over Stephen Curry. Less than a minute to go in game seven of the NBA Finals. As Kyrie Irving hits that shot, LeBron James gets the chase down block on under Iguodala. That led to this. Kyrie Irving winning his long championship, and he did it with the Cleveland Cavaliers and LeBron James. That was 2016. We are practically going on seven years since. June June of this year would be seven years since the Cavaliers hosted that trophy with LeBron James, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love, and a whole bunch of people. Since then, Kyrie Irving took his time to Boston because he wanted to get away from LeBron James and he wanted to be the leader of his own damn team. You had a young Jason Tatum. You had a young Marcus Smart. You had a young Jalen Brown. You had a, a Gordon Hayward. You had a Terry Rozier and whatnot. Kyrie Irving is injured. Boston, they go on a run. They get to the conference. They get to the Eastern Conference Finals without Kyrie. They fall short. I think that year, trying to remember who they played that year. Was it Cleveland? I think it was Cleveland. They made a good run. Uh, yeah, they made a good run and uh, they fell short. Kyrie comes back. Terry Rozier and company looked at Kyrie like, dude, we don't need you. We just made it to the East Conference Finals without you. It was all like, we're, we're good. In fighting takes place. Go ahead. was also injured that year. He also came back. In fighting takes place. Rozier gets traded to Charlotte, where he's playing at now, currently. Going Hayward ended up going, I think Gordon Hayward ended up going to Charlotte as well. All type of stuff happened. Kyrie Irving ended up wanting out. He told he told people, hey, you know, I'm here for Boston. I'm here for the long haul and whatnot. And all of a sudden, he turns around and finds out Kyrie's not here for the long haul because all of a sudden, Kyrie's here in Brooklyn with Kevin Durant and the Brooklyn Nets. So he told Boston, he told, so basically he did, he told Boston fans what they wanted to hear and he did the opposite. Yeah, we here. We got a long haul. We gonna build a championship team. This team is on the right path and whatnot. I'm going to I'm going to Brooklyn play with Kevin Durant. He's in Brooklyn with Kevin Durant. They got things going on. Boba happens. Stuff like that happens and whatnot. Miss games and whatnot. Finally get on the court. Kyrie's boss office. KD's boss office. The Nets look good. Injuries take place. Injuries take place. Kyrie goes down in the playoffs with an ankle sprain. Milwaukee takes them out in seven. Milwaukee goes on with the championship. Kevin Durant is wishing he had a size 13 instead of, instead of a size 14 because his toe was on the damn line. The reason why the game went in overtime and not victory. 
and whatnot and all this other place. So you lost to the Milwaukee as Milwaukee goes on to win a championship that year. All right. We can we can we can we can work this out. We're gonna bring in James Harden to the Brooklyn Nets. All right, James Harden comes in. Kyrie does not want to get vaccinated, so he's out for most of the season until New York Mayor releases uh, releases the mandate on the vaccine stuff. Then Kyrie can now play home games, but he still can't play everywhere else because he need to be vaccinated to play everywhere else, most likely. It doesn't happen. They play a few games, stuff like that. Yo ass gets swept by the Boston Celtics. This is game one of last year. Jason Tatum blew past Kevin Durant because Kevin Durant was too busy clock watching. Jason Tatum drives to the hole for the game with the lead to win game one. And then they go on to win the next three games and sweeping the Brooklyn Nets. And then doing so, more drama with Kyrie Irving takes place during the offseason. Anti-Semitic thing, all this other stuff, drama, drama, drama. But it was the Boston Celtics that put you out and you felt some type of way. As you see Kyrie Irving's face right here. Let's look at Kyrie Irving's face. He feels some type of way. Because Boston took him out. Put a pin in that. Boston. Put a pin on Boston right now. Okay. That took place. James Harden leaves. He goes to Phoenix. They're bringing Ben Simmons in a trade and whatnot. And everything goes smoothly. Kyrie Irving does what he does with the anti-Semitic thing and all this other stuff. He missed he missed some games. Kevin Durant got the Brooklyn Nets playing some ball. Kyrie comes back on his little hiatus. They are playing ball. Kevin Durant goes down. All right. But Kyrie's still getting the ball rolling. They are playing good old ball. They playing good ball. I mean, tremendous ball. Until they ran to Boston. You see this? What did Boston do to them on this game? This is what Boston did to them on this game. 139 to 96. Now, well, you might ask him, how far back are we going? Let me pull that data for you real quick. Let's see how far are we going back, because that was the beginning of the Angels. This was literally four days ago when Boston gave Brooklyn a tenacious ass whooping. So we're going to what? February 1st, the beginning of Black History Month. Jason Tatum scores 31. Celtic C sizzle in 139.96. Wrap of Nets. Kyrie Irving, 20 points, 9 of 18 shooting, 1 for 7 from 3. Uh, Thompson came off the bench, gave you 19. You got 12 from uh, returning Joe Harris. That's about it. Everybody else can do nothing. Jason Tatum, 31 points, 9 boards, 12 for 19 from the field, 7 from 12 from 3 point range. Barbara Williams, 16 points and 9 boards. Derek White, 14, 14 points and 10 boards. Jalen Brown, 26 points, 8 for 16 from the field, 7 for 12 on three-point range. Kearney came off the bench and gave Brooklyn 10. Mark Brothen came off the bench and gave him 10. You do realize that Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown combined for 57 points. They went 
20 for 35 from the field and 14 for 24 from three-point range by themselves. This ass whooping here is the reason why this ended up happening. <laughs> See, what I want y'all to realize is every time Kyrie loses to Boston, some BS happens. Some BS puts him in a, in the limelight. Well, more ridicule, more than anything, because every time you're in the headline, you, it's, really, it's really for the bad reasons, by the way. But every time he loses to Boston, some BS happens. I don't think people have been noticing this, but I want y'all to notice this. Remember, the offseason that was Kyrie Irving is because Boston swept them in the first round last year. See, they, if Kyrie would have played it, would have did what he's supposed to have done, you know, probably take the vaccine and whatnot, you know, probably play more games for Brooklyn. They don't be in a play-in tournament. They don't get the seventh seed. Thus, you won't be seeing the second seed with the Boston Celtics. Thus, you won't be getting swept in the first freaking round. But you got swept. And then the summer, got reality. Okay? Then you fast forward, you're playing great ball, and you run into Boston. And what Boston do to you? They whooped your ass again. Ladies and gentlemen, that is a 43-point win. 43-point win. Meaning these dudes didn't have a chance in hell. And this was in Boston. What happens? Kyrie wants to get traded, and he gets traded to Dallas. So we all want to put blame on Kyrie, and rightfully so, because Kyrie, you can't be dependable. You're not trustworthy. You you felt good where this team was going, and you knew Kevin Durant was coming back. You knew Kevin Durant was coming back. And this is what you did to him. Oh, I want out. Okay. Joe Sidem said, thank goodness. You get, get your ass out of Brooklyn. They shipped your ass. And they didn't even sit your ass to L.A. Even L.A. gave them a better deal. Let's be honest. But they ain't want Russell Westbrook back. They sent your ass to Dallas to play with Luka Doncic. Okay. We shall see how this works out. But for most people, they want to see how this works out because they skeptical. Both of y'all ball dominant and whatnot. So somebody got to defer to somebody. And if Kyrie is a smart guy, which he claims to be he is, he's going to defer to Luka Doncic because that is Luka's team. That is not Kyrie's team. That is Luka's team. Luka would control the offense. Kyrie, you fall in line. Okay, that's how this should work. Nevertheless, ladies and gentlemen, 2016, we had the Larry O'Brien show because Kyrie hit an iconic shot over Stephen Curry. From there, he goes to Boston, and it doesn't work out because Boston said, hey, we got this far without you. I don't think we really need you. He leaves Boston, takes his ass to Brooklyn. He wanted to be the leader, but the Nets was not, but the, the young guys of the Celtics was not falling, and you snubbed the fans, and the fans of you guys first gave you the F you Kyrie when that asshole took place by Boston. Okay, they still can't stand your ass right now. But you left there and you went to Brooklyn. You teamed up with Kevin Durant, you teamed up with James Harden and whatnot. So, by the way, Kyrie Irving at this moment in time, you have played with LeBron James, Kevin Love, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. Kevin Durant, James Harden. 
that is six all-star to superstar players that you have played with. One championship. One. One title. One title. By the way, your time with the Brooklyn Nets, which is three years. Three years. You only have one playoff series win. You have one championship with the Cleveland Cavaliers, and you have one playoff series win with the Brooklyn Nets. And you didn't even play a postseason with the Boston Celtics. Now we go from this to now this that's going to happen in Dallas. Kyrie Irving, to be as a ball father as you are, you are so not dependent upon, which is a damn shame. Because you have all the talent, the gifted talent in the world as a basketball player that handles the shot-making ability, the, the ability to shoot from three, all of it. But yet, your ass always want to bring in some damn drama. That's why people are calling you a cancer. People are calling you a headache. That's why you get the rap that you're getting. And listen to Jay Williams and Stephen A. this morning. Jay doesn't like it. Jay thinks it's been method five times more than anybody else. But Stephen A is like, Kyrie's trying to get a bag. And it's not any kind of bag. He's trying to get a lengthy bag. Nevertheless, the riot at the U.S. Capitol, he takes time off. Doesn't get the vaccine for the pandemic. Has to miss games. Uh, they want to be a part of the bubble. And try to get other players not to be part of the book. So that took place. When the pandemic happened, he broke lead protocol to go party with his sister. But it was a pandemic at the time. Don't blame you, his family, family is whatnot. But the the lead rules and regulations during the pandemic was to not go to parties and not to be around a whole bunch of people, which he broke. Okay. The anti-Semitic tweet that you did and whatnot. There's so many instances that Kyrie has not been dependent upon in this ridiculous and is uttering my last damn nerds. Kyrie Irving, if you can't work this out in Dallas with Luka Doncic, just shut the hell up and get out of the NBA for our sake because we are tired of the BS that you keep bringing forth. Instead, and when you can be playing on the damn court doing your thing, okay, Kyrie Irving, I'm done with you. Get out of my face. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Into the Net FC. Killing Mbappe just all of a sudden finally understood his role, and I think he finally understood that everything Killing Mbappe has accomplished already, you know, there is still a hell of a lot waiting for him in the future. Killing Mbappe is only 24 years old. He has accomplished so much, and you know what? Killing Mbappe has not even reached his prime. Finally, seeing you know the Marcus Rashford we have been hoping for for such a long time, you know. But, you know, this game, you know, after after everything Manchester United has been, you know, doing lately, you know, th this was actually the ultimate test, you know, to see if Manchester United, you know, all, honestly was all of a sudden for real. I, I explained this. The United States, maybe they have to suffer this loss as a lesson 
to learn to prepare for the future. Because four years from now, the World Cup is in not one, not two, but three countries. The United States of America, Canada, and Mexico. Into the NFC is available on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Shooting Lights Out. As we prepare to close out the show, we got some games for you to look at. Starting in the college rounds tonight, 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 6 p.m. ESPN 2, 13, right, Virginia Tech. These are the ladies. Ladies, these are the ladies, as I should say. 13 ranked Virginia Tech Hoskies. They are in Raleigh, North Carolina, take on 15 ranked the Lady Wolfpack of NC State. And then tomorrow at 8 p.m. on the Big 12 Network and ESPN Plus, the 20th ranked Sooners of Oklahoma. They are on the road. They are in Waco, Texas to take on the Baylor Bears. That is the ladies' college suits. By the way, shout out to the ladies. I'll be talking to y'all. I'll be talking. Fully on y'all this coming Wednesday is that's a special shooting my side episode. I can't wait to do that with a special guest of mine. Uh, I'll let y'all know when the, when that day comes. Boy, it is it's the NBA action tonight, ladies and gentlemen. We have a good lineup tonight. NBA TV tips us off at 7:30 when we have the Los Angeles Clippers take on the Brooklyn Nets without Kyrie Irving. At 9 p.m., you have Luka Doncic and the Dallas Mavericks. They are in Salt Lake City as NBA All-Star Weekend is just about a week away when they take on the host city, the Utah Jazz. Shane Gillis Alexander is leading the Oklahoma City Thunder into the Bay Area to take on Jordan Poole, Clay Thompson, and the Golden State Warriors without Stephen Curry. And then the nightcap on NBA TV after Clippers next, you have the Milwaukee Bulls led by Giannis Antetokounmpo, who I consider the best player in the game. He's in Portland, Oregon to take on Dame Dollar and the Portland Trailblazers. That is your lineup for tonight. But tomorrow, we have some matchups too. For tomorrow, tomorrow, starting off on TNT, 7.30 p.m., Chris Paul, Devin Boogie, and the Phoenix Suns, they are in Brooklyn to take on the Kyrie-less Brooklyn Nets. Also at 7.30, Trey Young and the Atlanta Hawks, they are in the Big Easy of New Orleans, Louisiana, face off with Brandon Ingram and the New Orleans Pelicans. At 8 p.m., DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine, as we trying to figure out if Zach Levine will still be a bull after Thursday's deadline. Him and the Bulls, they are in the FedEx phone and take on the Memphis Grizzlies. I do believe Dylan Brooks should be back from that game from his one-game suspension. Speaking of suspension, Austin Rivers began his suspension with this game. As the Minnesota Timberwolves, they are on a roll to take on the best team in the Western right now, the Denver Nuggets. And finally, we have the Oklahoma City Thunder with Shea Gonzalez. They are taking on LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers as LeBron James is 36 points away from capturing the all-time scoring record from Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So everybody will be on the lookout for that one. This is his time to break it. If not, it'll be just before the Super Bowl. And then Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen, ESPN has your double header kicking it off with 70 sisters at the TD going to take on the Boston Celtics. Joel and B. James Harden taking on Jason Taylor and Jalen Brown to kick things off. At 9 p.m., the Minnesota Timberwolves, they are in Salt Lake City to take on the Utah Jazz. 10 p.m., Golden State Warriors, they are in Portland to take on the Portland Trailblazers. And also, the finish off double-headed on ESPN Dallas 
and Clippers meet again. And then that'll be it, ladies and gentlemen, for Shooting Lights Out. I appreciate y'all tuning in, watching it. If you are, subscribe to our website, subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Also, whatever platform you listen to podcasts on, if you like listen to the audio version, subscribe on whatever platform it is. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Audible. Find out we was on Audible as well. And all the other stuff. So thank you again for tuning in to Shooting the Lights Out. I am the Playmaker. I will see y'all Wednesday for a special women's edition of Shooting the Lights Out. Good. You've done great. But you can't stop here. You can't stop now. You got to keep going. Through all your trials and your tribulations, you got to keep pushing. Now, finish your camp. Yeah. Gotta get it out the mud, that's the only way to win Who am I to point the finger like I never ever seen Being through the ups and downs like the letter in They don't let you through the door, better kick that again Cause that's the only way to win That's the only way to go, gotta get it out the mud Gotta get it out the flow Cause that's the only way to go, let's go Thank you for tuning in today's episode If you want to follow the podcast You can follow on all streaming platforms Including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher And a whole lot more this has been shooting the lights out. Masterpiece.